Good morning, wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. I got another episode at you today. It is, by the time you hear it, it will be November 9th. Time is flying, y'all. Today, we're going to be talking about what is an assumption. And I, yesterday, was discussing with you guys on the podcast, using that word in the context of relationships and as far as what we assume about another person and how that affects, you know, do we assume? And if we do, how does that affect our relationships with other people in the church? And I use that example in the context of church, especially because you guys, God's church, us, the body of Christ, we're supposed to be the most powerful influence on the planet. And, you know, I've well-meaning Christians I've come in contact with, you know, they remind us all the time how much we need to be in church. But one thing I noticed that always gets swept under the rug and it's probably because we're trying to like micromanage people's behaviors because we want people in church right we want we want people to experience the grace of god we want people to be healed we want people to be encouraged we want people to be in community right and so we think sometimes that if we talk about the things that are separating the community that all of a sudden we're going to keep people out of church but here's the thing i've come to realize you guys i was in a church for eight years wholeheartedly 100 percent. all right and towards the end, there were some things that were going on that were stealing, killing, and destroying each other. This church completely died. It fell apart, okay? Now, that probably wouldn't have happened if we would have had the courage to sit down and talk about the dynamics that were going on. Everybody knew about it. And, th- and this was the really crappy part. Everybody knew that there was something that was stealing, killing, and destroying. But because it was happening with the leaders in particular, nobody talked about it. We, 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 well, and when he did try to talk about the leaders, it didn't go well, number one. And number two, it was just like these secret conversations that would happen with each other, you know? And I remember going to the leadership and I just remember saying, hey, you guys, I love you guys. I've been here for eight years. I've been fully committed. Like, I'm with you. Like, we are, like, I saw them as my own flesh and blood. But they were not willing to hear anything that I had to say about the stuff that was going on. And, you know, it got to such a point to where I was literally starting to die on the inside from, you know, the impact of being in an environment that was not willing to address the things that were, you know, killing me and I knew were killing other people. And it's like, look, you guys, it's not really that difficult. If we could just sit down and address issues, come on. I think the reason that we don't do this in church very much is because we struggle with it in our own homes you know, and our marriages and our relationship with our kids, teenagers, right? Isn't that the one relationship that everybody says, oh God, right? And, you know, I, I say that because this is a skill that we gotta have in order to really thrive, for anything to thrive. Your body, your human body has to be able to distinguish between good and bad. And then when it finds the bad, what to do? It fights it off, right? It sets boundaries and limits. You can't live here. Like this is toxic, it has to die. There are certain behaviors and attitudes that are toxic that we have to confront, right? Now, again, we're dealing with human beings at the same time, and we have to learn how to separate people from their behavior and attitudes and actions and get down to the nitty gritty of it and ask and asking these people, you know, who do you want to be? What are you really trying to accomplish? Establishing people's intentions, especially in the church. We got to be so vulnerable with each other like that. And uh, you don't see a lot of that these days, you guys, but I'm hoping that, you know, this podcast and other people that might join me down the road will want to influence the church like that, influence the world like that, where, you know, we can start to have the courage in our own homes 
within ourselves, you know, deal with our own shortcomings and, and, and learn how to, you know, learn how to confront ourselves and learn how to give ourselves grace and truth and time. And then we do that with other people and we do that with our husbands and our children, you know, wives, whatever, right? Whoever's so close to you. And then it just starts to have a ripple effect, right? Then we do that in our workplaces and all these things. So anyway, this is a really near and dear subject to my heart because if we could have done things differently in my old fellowship, that church would have been beautiful. Uh, you guys, there was a, there's a lot of people and I still love them all. I still believe they love the Lord Jesus Christ and that they're doing their best. It's just that there was a lot of healing that needed to happen, I think, in their lives individually. And because there and there was a lot of other, dis, I want to say dysfunctional, there was a lot of other things that were going on that just needed to get addressed, that they just got swept under the rug. And unfortunately, you know, things happened. But anyway, here I am to share their story, which is my story. It's our story with the rest of the world. So if there's other churches out there, other people, because when I say church, I'm talking about individuals. They can learn from the things that we went through and they can thrive because that's what I want to see happen. You know, I want to see the church thrive. So anyway, really quick, you guys, I got five minutes to talk to you about an assumption. Okay. So I looked up the word this morning and it's really easy. It says an assumption and assuming or that which is assumed. So that's not super helpful, right? So we have to go down here to assume. What does that mean to assume? To take up or adopt as a style or dress, aspect or character. So taking on certain traits, which I thought was kind of interesting. I'm like, why would they compare that to assuming? And then it says, um, let's go down here. To take for granted, supposed to be a fact. Okay, so taking something for granted, not investigating whether it's true or not. All right, it says, assume is to take by one own independent volition. Okay, let me read that again. Assume is to take by one, one person, which would be yours, own independent volition. Your volition is your will, your ability to choose. All right. So you're, you're taking, you're basing your facts off of you and what you think and nothing and nobody else. Okay. Um, and what is the problem with that? You guys think about if you don't know somebody and you judge them based upon what you see or what you've heard about somebody, right? Assuming of anybody can be very, very toxic and, and deadly in relationships. Again, we're dealing with people in the church and assuming, right, making judgments and conclusions about people based on your own evidence can be very toxic, right? You gotta be able to do like a panel discussion. I think you're, I wonder, you know, your human body when it comes to the immune system, it works with other parts, right? got its own little buddies within this immune system that they all kind of work together right it's not independently just going out there and killing stuff it's got other pieces that are involved in the puzzle think about you know think about uh, when a judge why do you guys think there's juries because number one you guys let's be honest sometimes judges are a little crooked um, I don't know about you but I tend to notice that since certain things have happened back in 2020 right you wonder and you ask yourself if you know the facts. You know, you're like, how in the world did they come to that conclusion? What 
facts. Facts. Are they living by? Are, are they facts that have been concealed from nobody else to look at except for themselves? Right? Anyway, don't get me off on that one, you guys. So assuming, again, take, you know, your own independent volition, whether it's ill or right, right or wrong, ill or better, or what is that? Hold on, you guys. Ill or well, right? Right or wrong. So that's what we're doing when we're assuming, okay? And how important it is for us to be able to at least establish if we're doing that in our own lives, you guys. Okay. Now, check this out. When I was reading the word assume, it was using it in different contexts, like what it looks like. And then it says, if you assume what does not belong to you, he is said to be arrogant. <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. So if you assume what does not belong to you, he is said to be arrogant. Now, another word I thought was interesting in this whole conversation so now you're making decisions based upon your own volition, knowledge, understanding, self, right? You're not going outside of here for anything else, but living in your own headspace, okay? You're adopting certain mindsets based upon what you think, okay? So here's another word that I'm gonna throw in really quick, you guys, and then I'm gonna get off here, was duplicit. Do you guys know what duplicit means? It means you're two-faced. <laughs> All right, duplicity comes from a Latin word meaning double or twofold. And its original meaning in English has to do with a kind of deception in which you intentionally hide your true feelings or intentions behind false words or actions. You guys, that was so humbling for me to even read. Have you guys ever hid your true feelings or intentions behind false words and actions? because you were afraid to be judged by somebody? Dude, I did this in the church. I was starting to get really resentful of all the things that we were doing. And not to mention, not just things, well, I guess it was things we were doing. Really, really quick, you guys, and I'll get off here. We, in, in my old church, we had this motto, I'm gonna call it, and it was, if you have a couch, you have a ministry, okay? So what that meant was, if there were some people we were working with, and that's a whole nother story, you guys. I'm telling you, I can tell you a lot of stories, but I got to keep this short and sweet. If there was any type of child molesters or people just getting out of prison, drug addicts, alcoholics, whatever. And, you know, not judging any of those people, right? Because, like, you guys, I've got, I've got plenty of family members and who've struggled with all of that. Uh, no shame in that, you guys. I'm telling you, there's a lot of pain behind those types of addictions, right? And so my heart goes out to anybody who's ever struggled with that kind of stuff because, man, I got a whole family history of that. However, when you are in a situation like I was living off of one income, you've got, a, what was it, a two-bedroom house we were living in at the time. We had five kids in one room. Me and my husband were in the other room. Where are we supposed to let these people sleep? On our couch, right? My husband was going to work and these were men most of the time. So now they, I'm, I'm expected to have these men living at my house who I don't know sleeping on my couch so they can be rehabilitated. I didn't feel qualified to do that because number one, I felt very vulnerable as a woman trying to 
help these men. Now, let me, don't get me wrong. I never let anybody walk all over me. I'm definitely not a wuss when it comes to that, okay? Um, I've, I've been through a lot of stuff growing up. I've been around alcoholics and druggies. So it's, it's they don't threaten me in, in that type of way. But it was still frustrating that I didn't want to do that. I didn't have the income. I didn't have the mental capacity at the time because I'm homeschooling my kids. And I'm just like, I'm not in the space. I don't have the skills to really do for this person and who they need me to be for them to become a better person. So I, I was pretty um, frustrated. You know, um, there was a time where I was hiding my true feelings about this stuff because, you know, number one, I really was thinking that, okay, um, this is what the Lord wants me to do based upon how they were, how they would teach the Bible to us. That's why you got to be really careful if you're reading the Bible, it's who you're around and how they teach you to interpret it. That can get your butt in big trouble. All right. So hiding your true feelings or intentions behind false words or actions. Then they're done that you guys, I've been duplicit in ways and seasons of my life because I didn't know how to communicate the things I'm communicating with you now. And it takes, like I said, it takes a lot of courage to do that, especially when you, you know, you want to belong with these people or have a relationship. But anyway, back to assuming, right? It's been 13 minutes. I better get off here, you guys. You know, just realizing what it is. And if we're doing that, how is it affecting our relationships with other people? I want you to take inventory of the people that are really close to you. How do you operate with most people when you engage with them? Okay. Do you ask questions or do you just think that you know, and you just ask questions to validate what you think you know? Have you guys ever been around somebody like that? They freaking drive me insane. Oh my gosh. It's almost like disgusting. Have you ever been around somebody who has made conclusions and judgments of you? So they ask you questions, but they're really asking to validate what they think. That is not the same thing. If you're going to, you know, being in a relationship with somebody requires humility and, and going in saying, I just don't know. I don't know about you. I don't know everything about you. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with getting to know you on an individual basis, not making assumptions and judgments about people when you first walk in. Right. And especially if you are uh, desiring to have a friendship with this person or any type of close relationship, you've got to give space for that person to show who they are and not just assume certain things and if you're assuming the worst of them right off the gate you got to ask yourself why are you approaching this person in anyway? what, what, what would be the point um, are you really trying to have a friendship with them why would you approach somebody and try to have a friendship with somebody that you already feel so negative about in the first place you know come on you guys let's let's really think about that so anyway that is all I have for you guys today I just wanted to talk about assuming and, and what it is and you know how you know how I've uh, you know, and duplicity and how I've experienced that and all this kind of stuff. Um, tomorrow, you guys, I didn't get into this, but we're going to talk about the things that the Lord has given us. You know, he says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments. Let's talk about an argument tomorrow. Let's talk about what an argument is. They all kind of go hand in hand, right? And, and this is what, when you think about attorneys and, and, and judges and juries looking at information, this is kind of a process they go through. They have to, number one, throw out their assumptions. They have to learn to look at facts, right? Things outside of as much as they can out of their own biases, all right? Um, you know, uh, and they have to be able to um, 
what was I going to say? You know, keep to the truth, right? Um, and they have to, they have to know how to argue. You know, we have to know how to argue well, in a way. Ask questions that are not being asked, right? Uh, you know, people can make conclusions about things, but um, you know, our ability to ask questions and dig into stuff, all this goes hand in hand. You guys, really, is all kind of connected with the things that I'm talking about. So tomorrow, let's talk about arguments, what they are. Let's take the scripture and kind of mold it in to. Uh, you know, assuming in relationships with each other and our relationship with God. But anyway, you guys, I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Um, thank you guys for all your support. If you guys ever want to donate to the podcast, you can $1 anyway, up to 10 bucks a month. Uh, you know, my goal is to be able to stream on multiple platforms at once, you guys. Um, so I can, you know, get this message out to more and more people. So if you guys want to support me in that, you guys can go ahead and sponsor doing it through Anchor. So anyway, you guys, thank you for listening. Have an awesome rest of the day, and I will talk to you later.